Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. When you were a little kid, did you ever dress up or pretend? Maybe you borrowed your mom or dad's clothes, feeling grown up as their apparel hung bulkily on your small frame. Perhaps you confiscated a large bath towel to be your superhero cape. What about adapting odds and ends laying around to dress up like community professionals? Firemen, policemen, doctors, scientists, store clerks, movie stars, a prince or princess. But have you ever dressed up to get better at being you? This idea is fascinating and can be healthy. As you may have noticed by the title, this is a scripture dissection. So let's tear into it. Get better at being you. First, I suggest check out our initial content that launched Scripture Dissection Materials. It's called Tear Into It. That episode explains how and why we introduce Scripture Dissection exercises periodically. You may wonder if it's scriptural to get better at being you. Actually, God's Word makes a strong case. It's God's plan to get better at being you. Jesus wants you to embrace personal daily growth. Well, let's explore a man from the Old Testament who learned to get better at being his true self. So now, look up 2 Kings 5, 1-15 in your Bible for a full story. But for today's purposes, you may not have a Bible with you at this point. Here is a bullet backstory of developments in my own words. Now, this familiar story about Naaman has life secrets tucked in everywhere. And by the way, I want you to listen for a very specific word that will come up fairly often. It's the word servant. Apparently, Naaman is a valiant soldier and leader. Great in the eyes of his master is how Scripture says it, and his master is the king of Syria. That's in verse 1 of 2 Kings 5. Interestingly, Naaman also holds some kind of favor with God. Verse 1 also says, Because of him, Naaman, the Lord had given victory to Syria. Well, Naaman also has leprosy. And moving on, previously, during a Syrian raid, a little girl is carried off from her home country to Syria to become a servant to Naaman's wife. This nameless young girl tells her mistress Naaman could be healed by a prophet of God. Then Naaman's wife tells her husband this message. He, in turn, asks his master, the Syrian king, for permission to go to Israel and seek healing. Next point. The king mistakenly assumes Naaman will go to the king of Israel, so he composes a message king to king. Next point. When Naaman's party arrives at Israel's king's court, 
Israel's king is panicky. He tears his clothes and suspects motive to spark conflict between the two nations. Well, moving on, Elisha hears about this and tells the king of Israel, send Naaman to me. Relieved, the king forwards Naaman and the Syrian king's message. Then Naaman and his full entourage, with lots of expensive gifts, go to Elisha, God's faithful servant. Next point, Elisha sends his servant to give Naaman instructions to be healed. Basically, he says, dunk yourself in the Jordan River seven times. Well, Naaman is insulted and angry. Elisha doesn't even come to the door. He sends his servant. So Naaman decides to go back home. What a wasted trip. But there's more. Servants of Naaman appeal and gently reason with him. Why not try it? We've come all this way. Next point. Naaman decides to listen to this appeal and dunks in the Jordan seven times. Next point. When he comes up after dunk number seven, he is completely healed. Well, through this experience, Naaman gets better at being himself as he recognizes what God has done for him. So now, let's tear into it. Get better at being you. There are always four categories we explore in Scripture Dissection. One, what does it say? Two, what does it mean? Three, make it personal. And four, make a commitment. Number one, what does it say? Scripture points out Naaman is respected, valiant, and trusted a great man. Incidentally, something about this man gives him favor with God. He is a high-level servant to the Syrian king. There's that word again, servant. However, Scripture also reveals this great man needs to grow, to change. Naaman is arrogant, prideful, and he has a temper. He's easily angered. Subsequently, God wants to help him get better at being himself. And God wants Naaman to know him personally. Contemplate with me. Okay, so God loves Naaman. He's given him success in his career. But since God designed Naaman's life, he knows Naaman can be even better. Essentially, Naaman can more accurately reflect the power and glory of God, even in the pagan culture he lives in. So to help bring needed growth, God allows circumstances to showcase Naaman's pride and anger. He allows Naaman to be humbled and provoked, using an infliction and a humiliating remedy, God exposes need for growth. Another thread we'll pull on in this content is how God powerfully and effectively uses his servants. In this story, he uses a little girl. He uses Elisha and Naaman's servants 
to lay a path for the world leader. Other than Elisha, the other key servants in this story remain nameless. All right, so that's what does it say? Now we'll move on to what does it mean? When considering Naaman's credentials, Scripture praises him richly. This man is considered great, and his master is the king of Syria. So Naaman is at the top, and the eye-catcher is. God favors Naaman enough to give him success before Naaman ever knew God. There's something about this man that's special. Fascinatingly, God uses Naaman's leprosy to expose root issues that hold him back. Essentially, God wants him to be free and truly powerful, whether he is sick or well, to be himself. God wants Naaman to live in his design and give glory to God. Greatness in God's estimation always begins with humility and reality. Let's discuss for just a little bit as we consider what does it all mean that growth is a personal thing. Growth always takes place the moment you address life situations face-to-face with both your strengths and weaknesses. You are gold and clay in this broken world. One day, you'll simply be golden. When life situations expose weaknesses of character or undesirable motives, you face a growth opportunity, and it's unique to you. Incidentally, this opens a door to get better at being you. And of course, this requires humility. This personal growth option is yours. Now, another thing we're going to explore so we can better understand what does it mean is that growth is a miracle. So we already talked about how growth is personal, but now let's look at how growth is a miracle. When Naaman is healed, he is not restored to his pre-leprosy condition as a man. He's given the flesh of a child, Scripture says. In other words, the healing is so rich and deep, he's restored closer to perfection. All because he humbled himself, set aside anger, and opened his heart to God. We are all servants of God. However, God sees servanthood differently than people. A servant of God is a position of highest honor. Incidentally, God welcomes you quickly when you connect with Him by faith. Then He trains you in your true identity, your true uniqueness, and your individual purpose. He makes you like Jesus and invites you to be His partner in ruling your domain. In other words, you are promoted to a high-level servant like Naaman was, better yet, like Jesus is. This miraculous growth option is yours. 
So those are some thoughts that we explore as we look at what does it mean. But then the third area we always cover in Scripture Dissection is make it personal. You are special. God wants to favor you. Consequently, as you humbly accept God's design and purpose for your life, you, like Naaman, can become a high-level servant. Things often don't go well in life. Not God's fault. However, high-level servants work to change the world. Since your value is eternally secure through Jesus, your work is to adopt God's design and purpose. God's opinion shapes history and your life. Don't worry about other people's opinions of you. Choose to live as a high-level servant of the great king. Make it personal means come close to God. Get rid of pride. Set aside being easily angered. Live your life with purpose and be a high-level servant as you rest in God's favor. Essentially, all this happens as you fully surrender to Jesus, and He'll train you to get better at being you. So, let's explore as we further consider Make It Personal. How do you respond when you feel threatened or judged? Incidentally, this is the moment to grow. As you identify roots that are unlike Jesus' character in you, you can change with God's help to be a high-level servant. James 4.10 says, Humble yourself before the Lord, and He will lift you up. Yes, God wants to raise you into the person He designed. Jeremiah 29.11 says, I know the plans I have for you to give you hope and a future. Healthy people know they must continually grow to be their best. Subsequently, growing means changing, often uncomfortable. And growth happens as you let go of your agendas, preferences, ideals, actually everything, and simply obey God. Growth also happens when you seek it. Here are some action steps to help you seek growth. First, look for directives in Scripture that you can apply. Then, engage the challenges that come your way. Go after them. Third, receive accountability. Don't resist it. Receive it. Then, you can train and develop your responses. And finally, enjoy good things in life. So those are some things that you can do to make it personal. Be a high-level servant of God. Get better at being you. The fourth section in our scripture dissection is make a commitment, application thoughts and questions. As you explore being a high-level servant, here are some questions you can consider. First, what's in the way of you being a high-level servant? 
Two, have you accepted your need to grow? Three, what root motives need to be changed? Remember, Naaman was highly respected and he needed to change. Four, will you train and lean into God's favor? Number five, do you believe God designed you for something great? Number six, where are you? Prideful and possibly easily angered. Seven, do you want to be healed like Naaman? Eight, why not consider surrendering to God and become a high-level servant? Number nine, you can help change this broken world. As we close this episode, Get Better at Being You, I invite you to check out another episode. Check out God Purposefully Picks You, a recent episode. This content contains excellent proofs that God picks you. And I invite you to follow us on your favorite social media. Do sign up on our email list to receive weekly articles. Plus, tune in to our weekly podcast using your preferred podcast app or use our online player at the top of each article. Visit our website for resources to get into God's Word and live an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources, including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.